Magic happens. What is up, everyone, and welcome to Where the Magic Happens. And in today's episode, we are highlighting all that was announced over the past week, week and a half now, in regard to Universal's details of their newest theme park coming to the Orlando area, Epic Universe. We're also going to have some conversation on everything that was just announced during Disney's recent quarterly call. We're going to talk Universal Mardi Gras. We're going to remember Toby Keith, my boy Toby Keith. We're going to discuss Piper's recent trip to Mexico and a whole lot more. A lot going on. So uh, we'll get started here in just a moment. If you're a fan of the podcast and looking for more than our weekly podcast episodes, you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, you can also join our Discord, which is a lot of fun and is absolutely free for you to join, uh, which has a whole community of all our listeners and fans talking about anything and everything. So I really enjoy that. You can also find us on Patreon, where you can become a part of the Magic Mafia family and get all sorts of bonus content, take part in our virtual nights, and a whole lot more. Make sure you head to patreon.com slash where the magic happens pod to join today. Links to all of these are featured in the profile on our Instagram page, or now that we have a website, which is very exciting, you can visit our website, magichappenspodcast.com, and that'll have all those links. We have our little shop with some merchandise. If you want to support us that way, uh, you can also listen to our podcast and meet some of the cast here. So a lot of fun with that. Thank you, Josiah, by the way. Shout out to Josiah for getting that all done for us. Huge, uh, uh, huge job with that. You did a great job. So thank you. Uh, And last, but certainly not least, please, please, please make sure to help us out and leave a five-star review and some kind words on Apple Podcasts and other podcast platforms. It really does go a long way for us. So thank you to all of you that have done that already or plan to. Now, without further ado, let's introduce your cast for this week's episode. My name is Jarrett, and joining me for this week, we have Piper, Lindsay, and Mark, I'm sad to say, Corey has broken our little two-episode streak of everybody being on the podcast. That's okay, though. He had a good reason. He had school. He did have school. Uh, a guest I speaker, think... too, in his yeah, broadcast was... class. Okay. Oh, he said it was. It was someone cool. But It was someone um, very cool. Now like a CEO don't... of someone. But we'll, we'll miss you, Corey. The Mavericks? Was it the Mavericks CEO? It might have been. Something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we'll miss you, Corey, but still going to be a lot of fun here on this episode. Um, but yeah, so how y'all doing? Doing good? Anything crazy can, going on in your life? I can talk normal, finally. You can Let me tell you. I was in the trenches with that tooth pull, man. I was down. I was down bad. I... That's, that's... Expecto Patronum! Don't play, man. Sorry, Corey. But that, it, man. Have you it's ever okay. have you had a tooth pull? Have you had one Wait, before? Was this a was this a wisdom tooth? Or was no, this just a normal no. tooth? Well, long story behind that, but I'm sensitive. 
we'll just put it that way, as you all can probably we know, tell. We know. And, yeah. And I have sensitive teeth. And I had a crown a couple years back, and they put a crown in. And apparently put it in wrong, and I didn't know this until I went to my checkup a couple weeks ago. Apparently the whole tooth was rotted and infected. Didn't know. So they had the emergency pull the whole thing. The guys put mm. the crown on wrong, and it's been just, yeah. It was gross, but I can talk. So we're good. We're good. Dude, rarely do I see you like a little bit like down for the count. I could just tell when your mouth, when you had like the, when you were in the peak soreness level, I could just tell like from your pictures and videos, I'm like, dude, he ain't, he ain't doing well. He ain't doing well not. with that mouth. I was not. But, I, I had my wife and boys, they were like looking at me. Like I was, had like three heads. They're like, daddy's quiet. Like, what's going on? So we're all good. We're all rocking. <laughs> we're not used and- to it. I hope everybody enjoyed our first Patreon episode, which was the Miser Brothers, which yeah, pardon, pardon the audio, but Lindsay and I brought it, man. We brought it, girl. Let's go. So good. We did bring it. And like I said, we can't be fully blamed here because we Absolutely were not. we were left alone. So that's oh, not Oh, here we go. Again, we were talking left about this alone. before. Yeah. Apparently these two need someone to hold their hand and babysit them. Yeah, I, I didn't know that we were the designated supervisors, Jared. All right, listen, I'm not yeah, to me. Who's to me? We didn't say we needed to a the supervisor. List. I believe it was Jared who said that we needed to be babysat. That's true. He did say that. We didn't should say I, Should I be the supervisor? Su- oh, <laughs> what up? Good. What up? What up? That I'm pretty good. I'm Let's go. Um, no, definitely, good. uh, definitely great. Episode. We're the supermiser brothers. The supermiser brothers. <laughs> That's oh, me we and you. Cool. We're the supermiser brothers, Jared. <laughs> All right. Anyway. We're like doing business. I went, I went We're boring. Mario. Yeah. It's good. We're just the lame ones. But, uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. The episode. Very good. Mark, glad you're feeling better. Piper, you were just in Mexico, which is crazy. So go ahead. What happened? Yeah, I sure was. Uh, I just got back from Mexico yesterday or two days ago um i was staying at the hard rock resort puerto vallarta which i was really excited about my husband and i both always wanted to stay at a hard rock we we grew up going to the riviera maya area quite a bit both of us we got married in mexico um at an all-inclusive resort so we weren't sure what to expect but since we love disney and love universal we're like i bet a hard rock resort which is kind of the closest you can get to like a themed all-inclusive in mexico would be fun we i don't know that i would recommend this place actually i think it was maybe the worst place i've ever been in mexico which doesn't mean it was bad that doesn't mean it was bad it just wasn't as good as other places um it's definitely themed like there's van halen stuff everywhere aerosmith stuff everywhere like there's cool um cool decorations and that kind of thing but it didn't really have like a Mexico feel. I was like, wow, it is very American, which I guess I should have expected more. And the food like wasn't great. But I will say if you were going to go there for like a big party or with a bunch of friends or like for a wedding, like doing stuff with a bunch of people, I think it would be a lot more fun. It was like just the two of us kind of wanting to like chill. So that might be uh, on us just a little bit, but um, it was still a nice vacation. Um, I work in the NHL. So it's like the one week off that I get in a nine month span. So it's nice to go like do that and go do some stuff for a week. Take and just full relax advantage. And... Yeah, exactly. So anyways, yeah, it was a nice vacation. But if anyone wants a full review of the hard rocker wants to talk about it, we could talk about it in the discord or let us know. There you go. Yeah. Anybody traveling to Mexico? I've only been to poverty stricken uh, gang related war as Mexico. So don't ask me for Mexico questions because I have nothing for you. 
Um, I, I know a lot about the all yeah, not the fun. There, you got so. the fun stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. no, that's awesome. Definitely was a little jelly. Looks like you did have some fun there though, which is great. And Jake had fun. So, um, also in the news, this was just I had to bring this up. Sad moment. Toby Keith, my boy. Um, I've never really thought about like who my favorite country music artists were like are of all time, but I will say. When this happened, I kind of thought back and I'm like, man, Toby Keith might be him because he was like in his prime. He was like Mr. America, like, you know, when everything was like going down, I think with uh, like 9-11 and stuff and all that. It was just like he was like the guy like bringing out all these anthem music. He was the guy like go have fun at the bars and drink and have fun. Like Toby brought out some jams. And I think with country music, Toby might be my favorite artist. And it was really sad. He was he was not looking good at the end with with the whole cancer thing and stuff. And um, really sad he died at a young age. But yeah, shout out Toby Keith. Just oh, tough. So news. Jared, I was in Mexico at this Hard Rock Resort, obviously when the news came out, and it was the day that we were leaving or the day before. I can't remember. And they played it at the pool. We were sitting oh. by the pool. They played one of his songs. And everybody there, the clientele at this place is also very much the kind of people who love Toby Keith. That yeah, is what that is how it. I would describe the people there. And they all were holding their beers up and saluting him and singing along. And I was like, wow. Oh. It was a nice tribute by I his love fans it. at the pool. I love it. Well deserved. That is definitely his kind of crowd for sure. Um yeah. but yeah, yeah, definitely miss. I feel like it's been this has been such a rough like past six months for me with music with like uh, Steve Harwell, Smash Mouth, love Smash Mouth, Jimmy Buffett, like favorite singer of all time, gone. Toby Keith, gone. The Country Pitbull, Bear Jamboree. Pit, country Bears. Protect just, Pitbull. Pitbull. I'm, I'm oh. with you at all costs, man. I better something better not happen to Pitbull or I am cursed for music this year. So, uh, but yeah, just anyway, shout out to that. Uh, also, I just wanted to give a quick shout out because one of the players on my softball team, Ian, uh, he supports the podcast, gave us a listen, said he's a subscriber now, which is awesome. Uh, he wanted to just give a little the goats shout out to the goats. We uh, won a double header big this past week. Ian, shout out to you, bro. You're playing lights out. Uh, he wanted me to give a shout out to the old goats this week uh, this week because we had a solid week. So let's just say that. But did I talk uh, some smack on the goats right now or? You want to talk smack? What's wrong with the goats? Uh, that you know, Tony's team beat you guys, but you know, hey, it's okay. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play on that team if my life depended on it. That team is the worst. Hey, they uh, beat you. They good. They can be good all they want. They can be good all they want. We have fun, so that's all I care about. But shout out to fun Tony. Fact, uh, it Jerry was fun playing Tony. Um, yeah. Now I'm hyping you up. No, I know it was fun playing Tony. Tony's the only guy on that team. It was just fun to play against him. And we were just, we were definitely uh, high-fiving each other every time we went in and out of the dugouts for innings and stuff. But yeah, I love that. Um, I also just wanted to mention real quick on my end, I had a good time. I went to go see Mardi Gras uh, this past weekend and Universal. First time I've ever really done much with the Mardi Gras there. I did a concert like a long time ago. Actually, I went to Toby Keith in concert for Universal Mardi Gras. Um years back uh for that and that was a lot of fun but mardi gras at universal is lit y'all this it's awesome like the parade at night that they do with all the bead throwing and it has nothing to do with like characters or anything it's just mardi gras floats and it's massive 
I had so much fun. It was one of the best parades I've ever been at, to be honest. The first time I ever went to Universal Studios, I had no idea that A, that was happening, B, that they did that. Like, I didn't even know that day. We just happened to be there that day. And then we saw this whole parade and we just encountered it. And we got all these beads. We're like, this is this is yeah, amazing. And so then we found beads. out that it's not like they just do that every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that so would be awesome. cool. <laughs> uh, no, there was. There were a ton of beads thrown. Uh, I really want to sign up to be on the floats. I know you can do that and stuff. So. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. I saw a couple of people I actually knew like on the floats randomly that, um, which was a lot of fun, but yeah, huge shout out to universal Mardi Gras. There's stands that they have similar to like Epcot festivals and stuff with like food booths from different countries. I tried a couple of them priced just like a little bit more than like Epcot's, you know, it was probably around like 10 bucks for like an entree. The food was bomb. It was so good. Bigger helpings than Epcot's festivals. Like, I think they do their food booths almost better than Epcot's, which just saying I, I was a big fan of Mardi Gras. So I'm, I'm looking forward to going back. It's a really good time. If you plan on going, I highly recommend it. Just, Oh, so much fun. But anyway, anything else? I have one fun thing to say. Well, actually you guys already know this, but I've never said it on here. I'm going on my first ever Disney cruise. Oh, Wait, I've yeah. never been on Let's... it. Oh, I was ready. She's, like, she's going to curse. I was ready. No, so I'm excited. I've never been on a Disney cruise. We're going on the dream. So if anyone has any cruise tips for me, uh, send them my way. And then also yeah, all the cruise tips. I'm so excited. I love this. And then in pure, I guess it was good manifestation. I was able, so I mentioned it before, but I am a travel agent for Disney and I just booked another Disney World vacation. So that was another good thing too. So let's all right. go. I'll keep it quick. If, you can go now. If I you have are my looking... final payment due in four days for my next Disney cruise, what? which is the worst part of a Disney cruise. I know. Ooh. I had to pay in full. For <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. Where are you going? April. Oh. But because of the deal we got, it was like something weird. My friend did it. We just, we had to pay in full, which was fine. But yeah. Sounds I like the ladies on Discord. The ladies on the podcast are the cruisers. So if you have questions on that, not also, yet. Not yet. You will be. You will be. Um, also, yeah, hit up Lindsay. Hit us up. DM us if you want a vacation booked. I mean, why not? You got Lindsay right here. Yes, please. Book, please do so that. Rock it out. Um, all right. Answer or sorry, question of the week. Question of the week. Uh, this one comes from Unk. Unk, our trivia guy Unk. on Discord. Unk stepping up. He asked, what non-universal slash Disney park do you have a connection with the most? Um, thank you, Unc, again, for being one of our uh, captains on the old Brethren Court on Patreon. Um, for me, I was thinking it would be Michigan's Adventure, uh, being from Michigan, which is just a small theme park. A lot of fun. A lot of cool uh, wooden coasters and stuff. I actually am I'm not going there, though, because I'm not a coaster guy, and it's more for that. I'm going to just say Bush Gardens. I don't. I haven't really traveled to a lot of theme parks outside of Disney and Universal, but Bush Gardens, specifically Howlow Scream, they do Halloween just the right way. Uh, I love Bush Gardens. I think it's a lot of fun. It's only, you know, like an hour and a half away, hour away from us. So uh, I'm going to say Bush Gardens. And I'm just also going to mention Corey said Hershey Park for his. Hershey Park for, and Mark, you might have that too. So Mark, do you want to step in with that? 
Yeah, Hershey Park. I mean, it's only like an hour and a half away from me. And uh, they got good coasters. It's pretty fun. Good theming. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fun. We we went recently. We went last year, last summer. And I won't lie, I was very underwhelmed going back since being at Universal and Disney for the first time in a long time. So it was like, oh, okay. It, this is what a regular theme park feels like, you know? So it was good. Good time. They got a great, they got great coasters though. You would vomit, but great coasters. Oh, good. All right. All right, ladies, what you got? So I I didn't want to just make something up, but I genuinely don't care. I mean, I like Hershey Park. I've been there. I've been to Six Flags if people have those near them. But like, I wouldn't say like I have a connection to them. So I don't know if this counts. It's not a theme park. But so I grew up in Jersey and one of our beaches is Wildwood and Wildwood fun fact has the largest boardwalk in the country and there's three piers and all of them have like rides and stuff on it. So you can technically buy a season pass for it and you can buy day tickets. So we're going to go this route, but we'll take it. We are going to go this route, but it's the only other like. It's your connection. Yeah, like if we're talking about pure connection, that is the only other like theme park place I've been connected to. So that's valid. You know, technically it's not a theme park, but yeah, I'm qualifying it as one. I'd rather have you say that than say a theme park that doesn't really mean anything to you. So it's actually the Hunger Games. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. The Hunger Games theme park, even though it would make that would be terrible. (laughs) I don't know if they could do that scary there's ai stuff on tiktok but anyway piper go oh my god so mine is kind of hard and i don't want to cheat either but i kind of have two i'm from minnesota and in minnesota we have valley fair which is a cedar fair park it is in shakopee it has some good roller coasters the main reason i ever really i went there like a couple times just as a kid like for roller coasters but um they have their version of they call it valley scare which is um mm. like their uh, Halloween horror night. So I've actually never been to Halloween horror nights, but they do their like their Halloween night really well. The problem is it's so freaking cold in Minnesota. You're like, oh yeah, that's tough. Nine degrees. How brave am I feeling this evening when you're not brave at all? Mm-mm. Yeah. And then <laughs> the other one is the Mall of America has had a rotating theme park. It's been Nickelodeon Universe for probably the last 15 years but when i was growing up it was camp snoopy because of course oh. the creator of the peanuts is born and raised in minnesota or is from minnesota originally rather um so it was always camp snoopy there was the timberland twister and the pepsi uh ripsaw coaster and then it became like the fairly odd parents and all that kind of stuff so that place is so expensive though like to go on two rides there is basically the price of going to valley fair so oh, it's really expensive. Wow. It's so cool because it's in the mall and it's right next to legoland so you could be like in legoland building your dream legos while the roller coasters are going by and it was That's like the awesome. best thing so like as a kid i loved just being in that ambiance more than valley fair so was that like uh like Mighty Ducks when they're rollerblading through and stuff. Yeah, that that's the, the Mall of that's, America. Yeah, that's that okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, the Mall of America is that's actually. That's all I think of cool. with Mall of America, but anyway. Um, valid. No, valid. There great you go. Film. Great cinema. question. Yeah, great cinema. Yeah. Um, great question, Unc. Thank you for that. And uh, yeah, 
let us know on Discord once we uh, post the question what your uh, park is that you would choose for that as far as your connection. So uh, at this point, we were going to kick into Epic Universe. Let's start talking about it. Disney is dropping a lot of news, a lot of news the past couple of days. Um, so we are going to discuss at least a little bit of this. I'm going to try to tackle everything that I've wrote down as far as what I heard. If I forgot a couple things, listen, I'm human people. Don't, don't rip on us for this. I'm probably going to forget a couple headlines, but that's okay. Um, I want to jump in really quick about Disney's thing that was released. What you got. So if I'm, it call me off. I'm wrong, but didn't Iger say they're going to cut back on sequels? Did he not just say that? So this is all could see my face right now. This freaking guy. So this is part of it. Look, we have discussed in our in our private chat, Zootopia two, Zootopia in general is the goat, Jarrett. But Zootopia two is the one that we are all collectively probably most excited for. Would you all agree? All right, Mark. Let me jump in because I think our listeners need to be reminded because I reminded this whole team yesterday or whatever day it was. I just need you all to remember. That in 2016, Zootopia beat Moana at the Oscars for best animated film. Okay, here's everyone needs to know that. Okay, here's my thing. I was so frustrated because I could tell you you wanted to be the you wanted this take yourself. This is you wanted this take, but here's the problem: Mark also agrees. Piper also agrees. I think it's a great movie. We don't need to argue here. Moana is a great movie. Utopia is. is a great movie. It's not my favorite. I prefer Moana more. That's okay. We are allowed That's fine. to have these it's opinions. Okay. It's okay. You can have your wrong opinions. So, I say this every week. You can you have do your it. wrong Here's opinions. Here's the thing. It's okay. So we'll get into it. We'll get into the talk no, here. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, thank I will you. Be okay, good. Then. Okay. I also want to just add, I'm sorry. No, we need to get into it. And this is not a counter to Lindsay because I do agree with Lindsay. However, on Disney's earnings call that was yesterday, Iger also said that Moana is has was the most streamed movie across all streaming yes. platforms in 2023. That okay. blows my mind. Moana? I'm telling across you, there is a power behind Moana. There I is can tell you power. exactly what that power is. Me, me watching it thousand times during the year probably now mark you brought this up in our chat yesterday about moana that your boys when they were younger loved it they did because i used to when i was nannying again i nannied two boys one was three one was a year and a half loved moana and it's because of i don't know the the technical terms but it's because the animation like how vibrant the colors are yeah and like the sounds Hundred percent. Like it's Encanto, everything. Though. It's like Encanto is so similar, and it's a little bit newer. I don't know. But like Here's... a lot of younger kids like it because of the vibrant colors and like the soothing sounds and like uh, not necessarily the songs, sure. but like the ambient music is very like relaxing. And stuff. It's like a study where like little little kids like for their sensory. You know what I mean? That's why little kids love it as much as they do. So I'm just throwing that out there. No, Moana definitely, as far as getting the animated, here's my thing. Water has always been very hard for people to animate. And Moana, I feel like Moana was among the first to actually nail like a beautiful aesthetic of looking at animated water. And it looked real. 
that's that's valid. but i ag- agree the song the soundtrack's really great i love like any polynesian music it's not the best i still think like shiny and stuff is like kind of like cool. it's not like a great song but like there that's okay i just i do i love the storyline i love anything polynesian vibes that's just me I, that's my I agree. style i agree so I, I that's why i yeah. like it i love the rock i love you know like all this stuff so like that's why i do listen but that's it but anyways let's we'll get into it um again disney had their quarterly call their earnings call so it was fun to like listen i love listening to it if you can ever go on and just like listen to a recording it's actually pretty fascinating to sit there and actually listen to like Bob Iger answer questions to like top CEOs, their top uh, shareholders. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. But uh, really kind of funny too, like just the timing of this all, how Epic Universe is, is releases all these details, you know, for and then boom, the quarterly obviously is like it's quarterly for both companies, I guess. But like all of a sudden, just not even a week later or a week later, Disney's just coming out with all this information. It's like, oh, funny. All epic right, that's cool. Games. Epi- yeah, epic. We've got an epic. <laughs> so did you see too. their their posts that they did on social? They're like introducing a new epic universe epic. in Epic I Games. Did. I was oh like, I mean, they can't gosh. help that that's what the video game company is named, but it was kind of like I know. Almost it's almost like right copycat. Now. It's like copycatting. Yeah. They, they of... wanted ep- they if people are searching mm. epic they want to pop up not universal they're trying to steal yeah, the name well also because disney can't think of original idea anymore so. oh here we go so all that's right, kind of no here so, we go. so let's get into it let's get into it drop all go the high. movies go all the movies what what movies are they releasing okay that's what i, I want to spend the most time this talking is in about. here we go this is in opinion. no particular order we don't need to talk about all these in depth mm-hmm. but i just want to go in order of just notes that i took on this so um a lot of it is movie slash media related when it comes to disney um, I will say one of the park things that just came out, I don't even know if this was in the quarterly call, but just a heads up, 1900 Park Fair is finally opening at Grand Floridian. This was, it's a, I think it's a favorite for a lot of people, especially like character breakfast and meal. For me personally, Magic Kingdom, I don't mind waking up early, going to 1900 for breakfast and then going to Magic Kingdom right after. Cause you're getting that vibe already of like, the grand flow it's just a magic kingdom vibe so beautiful it's so peaceful i love mary poppins representation it's classy it's like one of the few things that i think feels old school disney kind of still like princessy Mm -hmm. disney but not like cheesy kind of but yes. didn't they say, I, I was looking at the list, I don't, Mary Poppins isn't on there anymore. Well, they're changing, so they're going to add different char- new it's character experiences. Aladdin, Mirabelle, Tiana, and Cinderella. Yeah, Magic now, Kingdom. Now, my issue Fear with Magic. that, Tiana doesn't meet anywhere, so I think that's fun, but I liked that it was Cinderella and the stepsisters and the evil stepmother. It's like characters that you couldn't meet like anywhere in the park. Yeah, that's kind of, I guess, what I meant. Like, it's like, it used to be like the princessy. Yeah. Kind of a little more classy vibe, but not like Wasn't the over Mary the top Poppins during the day. And then it was Cinderella. Yeah, it was different movies night. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, for bre- so I'm here for all of it, but me too. I agree. I, I don't mind that actually even April 10th, they're going to open, but finally, finally, like during COVID they shut down. I'm sure they were just uh, focused on other projects or doing stuff, but um, yeah, this was one, it's just one of those like textbook restaurants. You're right. It just gets a vibe of, that Magic Kingdom fantasy, just, you know, princessy vibes. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, we're talking about the movies. Uh, this one was really funny. I saw Watch Out, uh, what was it, Barbie, Barbenheimer? 
Barbenheimer. Is that what they said? Yeah, Barbenheimer. Yep. Barbenheimer. I saw Moaned. Moaned is coming to you in theaters end of November because Wicked and Moana are coming out on the same night. So now they're saying Moaned is going to be. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's going to be me. Unfortunately, that's going to be me. Oh, really? I love. Oh, yeah, I'll join. I love Mike, Moana. We'll do, we'll do a whole, oh, I'm there with you. I'll theaters. be there Moana opening night. I don't know much about Wicked, to be honest, but I hear really good oh. things. So I'm sure well, a lot I'm of people will like, be Wicked. But... Like they put Ariana Grande as Glinda. I'm not thrilled oh, really? about that. Oh, I don't know. Pipe, I mean, I'm she's got such a great voice. She has such a great voice. I just am not convinced on the acting, but I haven't seen it yet. And I try to keep an open mind. I was just kind of like, that's interesting. But yeah. Um, I I am that's a that's a very I am the exact tar- target market for that evening of Moana and <laughs> Wicked. It. it was like it was like this is for every theater kid turned Disney adult. I was like, damn it, that's me. <laughs> that's it, <laughs> and I will be there. I love it. I definitely again I love Moana. I'm so happy this was going to be a series. They turned it into a Moana two and going into theaters, which makes me I just so I happy. Agree, this was definitely a movie. Oh. So I'm stoked about that. Again, end of November, I think they said. So uh, that's going to be coming out later this year. They also, I saw with Inside Out 2, they finally have a date. I thought I saw of June 14th. Um, so that's coming out June 14th. Zootopia 2, which we were just talking about in 2025. So that's not coming out this year. It's coming out <laughs> next year. Uh, no set date for that, but that is exciting. Even though we we already knew, I think Zootopia two was coming out. We just, I don't. This was re- really wasn't big news, but anyways, um, which is kind of crazy too. They were saying that's almost ten years between movies, which is just wild. That's like in, like The Incredibles. Incredibles is what twenty years? Yeah, that's nuts. But I think it's funny that Moana and Zootopia came out the same year, and now their sequels are coming yeah, out. Yeah, ten years the same apart. Year. And I don't mind it because to me that feels like, okay, hopefully they're good then. Like they must've had those concepts for a while and been fleshing yep. out, flushing out. I don't really know what that saying is. Flushing I don't out know any story? saying. So flushing out the story. I don't flush know it. what it Just is. Just flush it out. Flush I don't it know what drink. it is. I like don't know any sayings. Think, I'm dumb. My husband used to say uh, a blessing in the skies. And I was like, oh, what are you wow. saying? I was wow. like, what are you saying? And he's like, blessing in the skies. You know, like it's a miracle from God. I'm like, Oh, oh, that's so that. sweet, but that is wrong. Oh, I actually like that. <laughs> I know. Anyway, anyway, I hope that the stories are a little more. Um, I this will be through and well done. Hopefully, it gave them plenty of time to think about it. So right. we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. But definitely, those are two great movies. I think you know Zootopia and Moana. We're we're pumped about. I'm okay. Twenty twenty six. So this is again two years from now. They announced Frozen three will come out. I'm totally okay with it. I'm totally okay. Frozen, dude. No a- one's asking for it. Like, no. Here's the thing. Let Frozen it die. Two, Frozen two was a banger. No, I had it. Frozen yes, it two was, was good. Piper. Frozen two I mean, was very. Frozen was. two is so good. I it's like Frozen very good. two more than the original. So there Agreed. is hope. There Agreed. is hope for Frozen three to continue to be good. I don't mind them use doing these movies, and then when it dies out, though, they need to stop. It, AKA Toy Story 5, which is AKA coming out in 20. Pirates of the Caribbean. Toy Story 32. Yeah, Toy Story, no, Toy Story 32. 32. I mean, five. I don't. <sighs> Toy Story 4 was. <sighs> it, 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 that was Terrible. the end. We, need, we tried. We tried. It didn't hit like it should have. We need to stop. 
that's what I expect for Frozen 2. It should be like that, where, okay, as soon as the crowd is kind of like, this isn't as good, you know, this is kind of dead, then let's cut it. So I'm okay with Frozen 3. Toy Story, please, let's calm down with Toy Story. Toy anyway. Story 3 was the greatest ending yes. ever. Yes. Toy Love Story it. 3 was a, like, the cry? best ending Yes, ever. I cry right? every time. Every, every time. time. And it's like, I, this is my thing, and I'm not going to go on a rant, but... Like oh. I said, Disney cannot think of anything original anymore. It's like, why like, why can't we just come up with new stories that are good? Same this thing. Is... They've been talking about rebooting Pirates of the Caribbean for no. 10,000 years. Dang it. The, we fans have said hundreds of times, if there's no Johnny, if there's no Jack, we don't want it. So yeah. come up with something else. I don't so get here, here's my thought on all of this is that I wonder specifically these ones that we're talking about, Toy Story, Pirates, Frozen, Zootopia, they're obviously trying to build these into parks. And these all have like almost whole lands in certain parks. Like obviously they're investing in Frozen and Zootopia as properties in mm -hmm. their parks. So I wonder that, I mean, I would assume that's part of why they want to continue pushing the content so that through the generations, their lands that are taking, I mean, uh, I know we had a pandemic and all of this, but it's like, yeah. they're not even open yet. So of course they've got to make this 15 year old property relevant again and relevant to future generations. So I'm sure that's why, especially these particular movies are getting these reboots. But yes, I do wish that it was just original stuff instead so much. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think the last like big thing with media, at least, well, not media, but at least with like Disney movies and stuff, uh, listen, Taylor Swift, the Eras tour premieres March 15th on Disney plus T Swift fans, Swifties. I'm sure you're going to go goo goo gaga over that. So big move by Disney to get that on there. Huh? Getting it's... the additional songs. You're getting four more acoustic songs oh and cardigan. God. It's the full version. <laughs> I don't know what any of it means. I don't know. But... I don't know what any of that means either. Yeah, we talked hey, about it in the discord. We can move that's on. Okay. We'll move on. Uh, but that was big for all the Swift. I want to close off. I want to close off the movies with this really quick. Go. I think what makes me so frustrated is that we are seeing that universal is coming out with new stuff. They're constantly pushing the envelope with new. They came out with cocaine bear. Like, was it probably good? No. What was it? Original Listen, it was idea? okay. It was okay. Yeah. They're like they're coming out it. with like original stuff right now, and like their rides. Once their rides get old, and no one wants to ride them anymore, they revamp them. Disney doesn't listen; they don't care, and that's uh, what's super frustrating to me. We are not asking for Toy Story Five. No one in their right mind, as true Disney fans, is asking for that. Like we're getting a Moana live action in what two years, and now we're getting Moana Two into like that's just it doesn't make sense. It just like they're just making. Expecto! Patronum! Well, they're making they're making stuff to make stuff, and it's like, yeah, ah, oh. it's hard. It's again, it's frustrating, man. It's super frustrating because, like, Encanto, absolutely incredible, fabulous Banger. movie, Elemental, absolutely. Ratatouille, oh. Ratatouille, Elemental. They're just like going, and they're like, oh, hey, these are good, but let's just go back and make a sequel. When he literally said, we're done making sequels. And then he's like, no, nah, we're making more. Five more sequels. Here you go. It's like, ah, come on. That's my rant. It's hard. I, I, yeah, I, I am okay. Once they make a movie that's bad, though, they got to stop. Like, that's my thing. I, so there are certain movies I'm I okay know. with. 
certain Strange movies. Strange World just was an done. original idea, and it was really bad. So then oh, you stopped. Then you stopped. I couldn't finish. Also, you're Wish, gonna miss. But we haven't I will talked say about this. Wish, but Wish is Wish was a miss for me. It was okay, it but was for okay me, for me. big celebratory yeah. film. I know that I one. Know. Well, I think yeah, we need we a, needed another year, but that's for a separate. Agreed. Podcast. I think uh, yeah. I don't know, Mark. Not all of it. Despicable Me is kind of getting to that point too. They need to kind of calm. Oh, down. I love it. They Milk need to it. calm down. Milky oh, no. the dry. There's all these minions. They need to stop. Oh. They're doing it to a little bit. I will say. I love I me some. What's like Madagascar? Or Not Madagascar. I, I feel like they keep rolling out with those movies too. That just you need to stop. You just need to stop with those. Kung Fu Panda, baby. I oh, like Kung Fu. I like Kung Fu. Those those all right. I can't um, stand it. Real quick, we're just going to whip through these. Typhoon Lagoon is reopening on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. So that's exciting for you water park fans. Uh, they also announced, this was kind of cool, um, Nick Saban joining ESPN for College Game Day, which is actually just a really big pickup. I Nick Saban is a fascinating person to listen to. Obviously very smart with college football. Lee Corso kind of getting to the end of his time, I feel, at this point. So um, this is a great pickup. I love Saban being a part of this. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, Saban, that's cool. Speaking of ESPN and all their, their sports, uh, they're, they announced that they're going to do a new sports streaming service, uh, launching this fall where they're partnering with Fox and Warner brothers discovery. So it's kind of like an all in one package with all of their sports basically. So again, getting away from cable and just kind of forming their own huge sports streaming service. And then I am, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm very interested to see what this actually means because on the earnings call Iger wouldn't really explain truly what's what that is going to look like and what's fully going to be available and all that but obviously for those who don't know I work in sports broadcasting and our industry is uh really going through it like regional sports networks I work for a regional sports network that's actually independently owned by only the Mariners now used to be partially owned by Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers owned a stake with AT&T it's a whole thing Anyway, so like all of these Bally sports networks just got basically life support from Amazon, which was that was just a couple of weeks ago. That is so interesting. And then there was kind of a big question about basically what was everyone else going to do? What was ESPN going to do? Because they've been obviously struggling for a long time. So this is really interesting to me to see what that's going to do for um, the industry, but also to make sports sports accessible it's so freaking yeah. difficult to watch sports and they are what a lot of people don't understand is that sports are a premium product they will never be free again they won't they will only get more expensive i like i it drives me crazy that people don't understand that it will always be an additional fee no matter what no matter if it's your cable your cable package or your satellite tv package or your streaming package it's always going to be additional but I'm very curious if this can actually give some good value and a lot of things bundled for people. I hope so. Yeah. I'm optimistic. I and Rand, I, sorry. No, I agree. And hundred percent I'm with you. And so I actually got more excited about this next thing. So speaking of ESPN, they are talking by fall of 2025. So this is a project that's not coming anytime soon. Fall of next year. They said that they are going to bring the full suite of ESPN channels and they're going to make a standalone service so you can get this whole package deal, whatever, or you can get the standalone service that are ESPN products. But with this, this makes sense. I have been screaming for something like this for the longest time, and I'm so excited. But basically, you can stream any ESPN game, service, whatever, 
And then you'll have access to ESPN bet, which is their new sports betting. Um, you can also have access to their fantasy sports. So while you're watching the game, you can have your stats up, you can pull up your fantasy team, all this stuff. So it'll be almost like interactive while you watch. I have been screaming for something like this where like, why can't I just have like, I pull up my fantasy lineup and then like when something big happens, show me the game and show me the play or something like, I don't know. I'm so, excited. Okay. I don't, I don't want to go too deep into this because this could be a whole separate thing and we have not gotten to the core of this podcast yeah, yet. So uh, I yeah. don't want to go forever, but I used to, before I had this job, I used to work for a Fox sports, regional sports network. And I was there during the transition to Bally. And then I left like literally my last day was like the day that Bally launched basically roughly. So I kind of had to get a little bit of training on like what the vision was for Bally. And it was originally like they wanted it to be kind of like that, but on traditional television. So like instead of an intermission, them breaking down like plays that ha happened, it'd be like, let's look at your bets. And it would be like graphics of your bets. And there would be an app on your phone where you could interact with like the hosts in the show. I didn't really oh, like that sweet. because I'm like, we're not even going to talk about the game anymore and like analyze the game. We're just going to be at all betting. And I was not optimistic about that. And obviously it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> <And> it <laughs> Valley oh. Sports. Oh. I mean, it, it clearly didn't work, but it's still, I mean, Valley I think sports. they were right that that's Gosh. what's coming. So anyway, no. that's what, that's close to what they kind of wanted to do originally though. So that's anyway. So true. Yeah. I, I do think there's a way to do this. It's almost going to be like you're at a sports book. Honestly, you're just watching games and you can see your bets, live bets, all that stuff. So uh, we'll see. I don't want it to be all about betting. I agree. I think there's some really cool like stats and stuff that come with betting. Like these are the little things that, you know, these, these professional sports bettors they look at. And that is really cool to me to hear these like fun little stats that like where players do the say, analytics, the baby. analytics are great. We have I love a whole it. analyst. We have a, just like a hockey numbers analyst on our broadcast on our Seattle Kraken broadcast. Her name's Allison Lucan. She's a legend, but she literally is like Shout an out. expert on analytics and like that's why we it. have it. it's so cool and it's growing it's fantastic yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens there again it's not coming till fall of 2025 uh the last big thing that i just wanted to say before we get into epic uh disney is partnering with epic games which again funny epic universe now they're partnering disney is partnering with epic games uh they are the ones who brought you Fortnite. so obviously probably the biggest video game in the world that, you know, like it's been for a while. Um, they are collaborating with them to bring in all new games and entertainment universe featuring characters from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. I know listening to the call, it does sound really, really cool. If you're at home, basically it's your own universe where you can walk around, play games. Uh, you can sh literally shop like for actual items, virtual items, um, you can be at theme parks, you can go visit Marvel land, go meet care. It's going to be just a massive online world, basically, where you can roam around and join friends and go to the parks and do all that stuff. So it sounds really, really cool. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see this happening anytime soon, but it's, it would be awesome. So we'll see what happens. It is a great partnership for them again, Fortnite huge. So this is a big partnership for Disney, but, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I think that's fascinating. And they did mention too, this kind of blew my mind. So Bob was saying that um, someone asked him why we were going on like, or why Disney's going on a trend of like partnering with Epic and putting so much money with them. And he said that in statistics these days, this like new generation for TV, when it comes to like watching TV, 
or doing anything like on the television, 50% of time uh, that people spend on TV now are video games. 50% are actually or watching movies. On music, screens, rather. Scre- With on media, screens. he said, yeah. Yes, Not media. on TV, necessarily. So 50%, yeah. half of, the, like, that's crazy that that's video games. I 100% games, so- believe that. I'm from yeah. a family of Those gamers. Those people are grown men. Yeah, I, yes. I, I will be, yeah, I do that sometimes. I was teenagers. I have a good time. Most of that is grown men. That's it. We have fun. Sensed a lot of sass in that. They ain't no wrong with that. I didn't say there was. If I'm trying to watch my girly shows and Tony's playing video games, that's how the the peace is kept in this house. Oh gosh, that's true. I can watch my girly shows and he goes and plays video. That's how I get my podcast recorded. Exactly. Jake's playing games in the other room, but he better be quiet. He's actually not right now, but that's really funny. No truth. So we'll see. Um. Disney also said they're going to invest $60 billion uh, coming up here into the parks alone. So theme parks around the world. Uh, They did specifically ask if this was going to be some of the shareholders asked, is this going to be, you know, a new theme park in Orlando? Like what's going on? Uh, No details really. He just said this will blue project. Oh, this will be for all parks. He said like, basically this is going to be funneled throughout all parks. So he also said this includes Disney Cruise Line, which is that alone. I was like, well, that makes sense. Then $60 billion. They're pouring everything into Cruise Line at this point. So like, he I wonder really how much of this money is Cruise, Cruise Line. Line. He made it sound yeah. like there was a lot of ships coming. <laughs> yeah. Parks. But then, yeah, Disney Cruise Line. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's that makes sense. But anyway, D23, I feel like will be a lot of fun this year. I really hope that not a lot of D23 will actually be like, just announcing this stuff over again. I do think the theme park, um, the theme park news for D23 later this year will be super exciting. I think more exciting than ever. I think they'll release a lot more details as for what, like what that $60 billion will be. But for media stuff for like D23, it's probably going to be all about this stuff again. So we, we might not hear much, but anyway. All right. A lot of Disney. I'm sorry. That was a lot longer than I thought, but I, I honestly, that was a lot of news. That's, That's, that's what we do here. So uh, we had to discuss it. So let's get into Epic Universe. Epic Universe. Yes. Let's go. Let's, go. let's this freaking go. was big news. So It looks so good, you guys. It looks and, it's oh, gorgeous. I'm into it. So originally, this was not going to be an episode for us. Obviously, Universal springs this news last week. And we're like instantly, obviously, being a theme park podcast most of the time uh we're going to talk about it so we had to spring it up we wanted to talk to you about you epic universe i'm sure you've heard a lot of details already as far as what's going to happen there uh, but we want to kind of just break it down for you as well just the details we have and also just discuss our opinions on a lot of these things i'm sure we have good bad great ugly whatever so um let's get into it epic universe they announced opening 2025 Uh, This is what they said. It's inspired by the heavens, stars, and constellations um, in which they, so the video, it's about seven minutes long. Highly recommend watching this video, by the way. Hopefully you all watched it. I kind of gave you the link, but this video was so impressive to me. I think they did a really good job of just seven minutes long, nothing crazy. A lot of great concept art. Um, They really broke it down of what their vision is for this place. And to me, the main difference here is this is 2025. This is next year. So Disney, when they, this is just my opinion only. Um, when Disney releases concept art, these are for like 2027, 2028. 
And half the time they're just fake. They're not even going to happen. They're like, maybe in 11 years, this yeah, could blue happen. Blue Sky, like Blue Sky, you know, they uh. you see that. But this concept art is being released and this is happening in a year. So like, I feel when like your unborn legit. child goes on spring break in middle school, we might have this for them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Damn. Truth. Um, but this first video was not de- they weren't full details of the entire park. They're actually kind of breaking it down to, to what I believe is going to be land by land. Um, it just kind of played us out that way. This one was a lot about Celestial Park, which is one of the lands, the main land, I guess, in Epic Universe. So they did say this is the first installment of videos. So I'm excited to see the other ones as they kind of get released. Um, so we'll see when that happens. But anyways, all right, I'm going to break this down. Five lands. First one, Celestial Park. We'll talk a lot about that today. Second one, they're doing another Harry Potter land, Ministry of Magic. Huge fan. Sign me we'll, up. We'll talk about it. Sign me up. Um, Super Nintendo World. We've seen that over in Universal Hollywood. Sign me up. A lot of great. A lot of greatness there. Fourth one, How to Train Your Dragon, Isla Burke. Sign me up more. Okay, let's go. And what about the fifth one, Dark Universe? Sign me up more. Sign me up as well. Yeah, everybody signed. Um, you're in on that. You want in? Yeah. Uh, in the, so in the video, what I really like is they did incorporate. So Steven Spielberg was in the video. He has a lot to say, like with what's going on in this park. He's one of like the creators of it. So I'm excited for that. First off, Steven Spielberg, genius. So I mean, come on, so many good movies, but um. So that's exciting. But anyways, let's talk about Celestial Park. I want to talk about Celestial Park. So what they did say is basically when you enter the theme park, uh, you're first going to come across or you're going to walk through an Emerald Gate and a Kronos device is what they say. Uh, This Kronos device is at the entrance. Basically, you walk through it. And then this Kronos device basically harnesses the energy of the universe that powers Celestial Park oh. and then opens portals to all these other worlds. Which, oh, love immediately. It. I love that. I love the fact I, these are my, sorry, I don't want to just bulldoze the steamroll this, but immediately I love the fact that the land like, or that the, the park has a story centered around their main park and that it's Celestial Park, which is like this magic space themed park, but it's not a bunch of IP. It's not like, oh, we're going to start in, whatever it's like actually just its own unique somewhat generic but innovative story and i think that's good and that's okay and the things inside of it are too like i like that like oh just a cool fresh idea without having to be a movie and that's the thing like my favorite part about this whole video is you know piper i know you're with me on this one i love cohesiveness i love when things make sense And I think just the simple idea of having to go through a quote-unquote portal to go to each land makes everything make sense. Makes so much sense. You're in this hub at the center of the universe and, oh, you want to go to this land, you go through this portal. I think it just makes having all these different things make so much sense. And honestly, that was the thing I was a little bit confused or worried about. Not like severely worried, but I was like, these seem kind of random. Like in the months leading up when it was like, oh, Super Mario and this. I'm like, I mean, that doesn't inherently super bother me but i like that this brings that all together and makes all these wildly different worlds make sense and it kind of makes it feel more epic because it's like grounded in 
space. <laughs> like, it's cool. The portal aspect is just amazing. I just, I love it. Because yeah. you know it's going to be so cool when you're walking through. It's going to be all like lights and it's almost lights and stuff and it's just it's Slow awesome it it's gonna be so cool and i can't i can't wait i do i, I love the portal um so universal hollywood for those of you that haven't been there same thing when you go into super nintendo world or super nintendo world yeah um when you go into super nintendo world it's it's a portal it's bit it's literally it looks identical to the concept art so if you've been there you kind of go through like a green pipe it's got all the color, like Rainbow Road kind of style. You know, it's like colorful. And then, boom, all of a sudden you walk through this pipe and now you're in Super Nintendo World. The portals look exactly like that. So if you've seen it or seen video of it, the portals are like that. It's going to have like a cool screen on the walls and stuff. So like when you're walking through the portal to get to the land, it's not just like you're walking through a gate and you're there. There's going to be some cool, like not interactive, but like fun electronic stuff inside. And then, boom, you're zapped into the portal. So I agree with you 100%. I love the story behind this. I think it's really good. Um, they did say, so speaking of Celestial Park, uh, this is what a lot of Celestial Park will entail. Uh, Universal said, we've made a conscious effort to put the park back into theme park, making sure not to design it with lots of concrete and asphalt streets. There's a, um, so I love this. There, if you look at the designs, tons of trees, tons of water, mm -hmm. tons of place to kind of just chill if you want to. And then very easily accessible. All the lands are kind of around you, like your hub, you know, you're going to be in a hub. I kind of compare it to like how, what Epcot has kind of done with this open area now where people can go sit and relax and there's some trees and stuff. I think people, a lot of people complained about that. They'd rather have a ride or something, you know, I want just kind of, I thoroughly enjoy these areas so much. And I don't know what it is, but like, I love just an open area of like, not chaos. I don't need chaos. It everywhere. adds so much good energy to so much kinetic energy. It makes it feel like a real place where people live. That sounds crazy because obviously people oh, yeah. don't live in the theme parks, but it's like, you know, everyone who dunks on Disney adults is always like, oh, Disney adults just want walkable spaces. They just all have to live in places where they can't walk valid point yeah, but that's why it's also that's part of why it's great and i think adding that greenery makes it awesome so i'm excited about that too yeah i am a local so like i do i will probably be able to get to go a lot and that does help me because i can relax a little bit more and like go walk but again i'm not a thrill ride seeker i'm not that kind of person so like when i go to the parks i do thoroughly enjoy just people watching and walking around and just relaxing a little bit instead of and like going having on to go, 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 go. your number one attraction. Oh, don't get me started. I might go again this weekend. Who knows? Uh, anyway, Celestial Park. Let's talk about it. So again, you walk through the main gate. You're all of a sudden going to be in Celestial Park. So this is kind of the main hub area, but it's a massive land. It's not just some little hub. It is a massive land of trees, water, all that stuff. Let's talk about the attractions. So they mentioned three attractions. We will get into that. Don't worry, Linz. I know you were, you were talking about it, which it's so true. I think we're all in the same uh, mindset with this too. Uh, the first attraction, uh, Constellation Carousel. So uh, basic carousel, looking at it from what it looks like, you can hop on one of the you know mythical creatures or whatever. You go on this carousel, um, but... They said there is a twist. Basically, these things will be able to turn 360. So you're not just going static, just going around in a circle like uh, Prince Charming's Regal Carousel or something. This is a 360 
I will say it's kind of in a dome structure too, from the looks of it. And the roof has like star constellations and they're going to have a lot of cool, like lighting. Uh, it did say at nighttime, this will be more of an experience. I, a lot of this stuff in Celestial Park, by the way, nighttime sounds like it's going to be just a thousand times better. So do your stuff during the daytime, come here for nighttime. Cause it all has to do with like the stars, the constellations, the lighting, the neons, things like that. But anyways, um, yeah. So great ride for kids. This sounds like it's just a, you know, a hyped up carousel for them. That's just different and fun. And like I said, nighttime, it's going to be beautiful. So I'm good with this. I'm good with this. I think that's a cool ride. They are going more, a lot of these two kid friendly. They're, they're pushing the whole like family vibe. I know universal kind of gets that whole, like it's for adults more and, it sounds like they're kind of starting to go in that trend of like, yo, we're trying to get more families here with kids. So this is just the beginning of that. Um, That's all I had for that. I don't know. Did you have anything on the carousel? You guys good? Nothing too crazy good. for that one. Um, The second ride. Well, here, let's just talk about the second attraction they call. Um, It's a splash pad. It's a, spl it's a splash pad. So the, the concept art doesn't convince me any different. This doesn't look state of the art or anything. It just looked like a splash pad. Um, it's called Astronomica. Again, interactive play area for kids, uh, but which is really cool. They don't have that like really anywhere. So again, yeah, I think that's parents, fine. Not ev awesome. that's something I think that like hardcore Disney fans have been like yelling about for a while. It's like not everything that you open has to be some kind of huge groundbreaking attraction. Like, like, a nice little dark ride people still love them you know it's like i think that Great. this is valid this is valid it's okay it's for kids it's not going to be crazy expensive for them and add some energy and i think yeah. that's fine and i agree i have no issue with it because i i'm a water girl fun fact i love fountains i love the rain i love the ocean i love everything i just <laughs> have an issue with it being called an attraction i agree <laughs> it's just not an attraction yeah, I love I'm, it. I'm glad that they're thinking of kids because, again, I think Piper's right that everyone's just so gung ho on having something. Sorry, my voice is going groundbreaking, but it's I know it's not an attraction. That's all. So I was curious too because so when I managed attractions at Disney, certain places people call attractions aren't aren't technically registered like as an attraction. Um, case in point, when I worked in Dinoland, uh, the Boneyard. The Boneyard, everybody would call an attraction. And technically speaking, it was a playground. It wasn't a like a technical attraction. So well, yeah, it's, exactly. it's funny when they say that. Same for like, I don't even know if they call it Casey Jr.'s splash area. Is Do they call that a, an attraction? No. I don't know. Maybe not. By the way, I, I am know. very, but I am not ready for kids yet. But I am so oh. envious of the parents that get to go into the Boneyard and play. That I thing looks it. so fun. I love it. It is. Yeah, awesome. I would like to go and they just look at me and say no. And I would go. I don't care. <laughs> they, Classic. I don't think I'm allowed. And I don't care that I'm not allowed, but other people care. And I don't want to get. That's a side thing. Oh, What's that thing in uh, Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. Pterodactyl Flyers. It's Mark. the scariest. It's the scariest yeah. ride. Yeah. I hate it. Bro, it's literally a strap and a little crotch thingy, and that's it. If you have a Mark, legally kid, that kid's out. Okay, perfect. Mark, can I borrow one of your children? I was going to say, Mark, can I borrow one of your children? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Anytime. They it's, love going with different people. Kids, team, so trip, team trip, but Mark has to bring his kids. I mean, my kids are my kids are freaking awesome, dude. I brag about them. They're the coolest kids. They hang out with all adults. So one of them, they're going to be even cooler after they hang out with me and Lindsay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh boy. I'm going to get middle fingers from them, and they're like, "Where did you learn that from, Uh, Lindsay?" Yeah, that's on par. All right, that makes sense. (laughs) All right, um, splash pad again sounded great at night they said that it would have a lot of lights colors music uh music at night so uh, that's just kind of the theme i think for uh for this land and then for you thrill seekers here we go starfall yeah. racers <laughs> oh, yeah. um <laughs> this is a racing dual launch coaster they said that it'll go 62 miles an hour reach heights Woo! of 100 reach heights of 133 feet which I kind of looked as a comparison. The peak of Everest is 199.5, but you're not really like moving at the peak of 100, you know, at that point. And then Rip Ride Rocket, 167 feet. So it's smaller than that, like height wise, 133, but 62 miles an hour. That's pretty dang fast. So um, it said it's designed to feel like an old wooden coaster, but it is very smooth. So it's a smooth wooden coaster. Um, Couple signature moves. Uh, they do, like I said, they go side by side. You're kind of racing the car next to you. Um, and then, yeah, it there's a part where it's just like a vertical twirl part. And I'm like, I'll never do this one. So I'm out. I won't be able to probably do this one. And I'm okay with that. But uh, it looks beautiful at night. It looks beautiful at night. It, it looks cute. It looks whimsical. It looks thrilling. And it's not based on a movie. But it still is all those things and exciting. And I'm not like. I think it's great when we can ride the movies, you know, that's kind of like the thing. I think that is fun, but I love that this is just original and simple, but exciting. So I'm here for it. Can't wait. I love it. Yeah, I agree. This is going to be the big one. So it looks like a massive coaster. Again, it looks like, gosh, everything looks like I could maybe do it. And then I don't know. And then I get to that twirl video and I'm like, Nope, that's I'm out. it. So anyway, um, that's the big one. That'll be a lot of fun. Nighttime, they said it's kind of lit up like your car is almost like a comet. So it'll look like it's, you know, you can kind of see where the car is going around. And this is all outside too, which is really awesome. It looks like. So yeah. Um, food options, food options in Celestial Park. They did announce there will be two bigger restaurants. They'll probably have some side options. Uh, but one of them, uh, one of the food options is going to be called Atlantic. Uh, this is surrounded by waters of Neptune's pool with floor to ceiling glass walls. So basically when you're eating, it looks like you are underwater. Um, I saw the concept art is really cool. Like the roof has like uh, aquatic like creatures like hanging down from it. It looks like the, the top of water. And then all around like the glass walls kind of looked like there was like water almost in them. So that's kind of cool. Um, but anyways, it's going to be a seafood restaurant. Uh, it looked really nice. This looks like it, it'd be more of like a upscale kind of dining. I'm, it's seafood, so kind of has to. But um, yeah, I don't know if you saw the concept to it. It looks beautiful. So I'm excited for that one. They also announced Blue Dragon Pan Asian Restaurant. This one looks Ooh. stunning. Uh, the the concept art, which I forgot I was going to like. Um, anyways. Crap. I was going to share these with you all while I'm talking about it, but that's okay. Um, Here, boom, boom. This is better. So while I'm talking about it, 
anyway, this is Atlantic. Sorry, oh. nobody else can see this, but I'm just showing you. So, uh, but anyways, this is the pan, uh, pan Asian restaurant flavors from China, Southeast Asia and Japan. Uh, and they said nighttime, you know, these, they, they have these massive, this massive dragon outside. That's like neon lit up the inside, I guess, is going to have a tiger bar is what they said. So you'll find me at the tiger bar while everybody's riding the coaster, probably, you know, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this looks cool. This is not my style of food. I would rather be at the seafood place probably, but this I think they both sound funny. awesome to me. And yeah, I've I always agree. kind of felt like one of the things that universal has lacks compared to Disney is like food and restaurants. Absolutely. And, you know, obviously you're not going to like go hungry there, but it's, it's obviously just not really like their thing and that's totally fine, but this mm-hmm. looks great. And I'm excited. Agreed. Yeah, 100%. Definitely uh, better restaurants than what we're used to seeing, I would say, from the other parks. So that's really cool. Um, they also said that there's going to be a lot of shopping there in Celestial Park. Uh, it, they put a lot of emphasis on the Super Nintendo World, like the that store. So it, it almost sounded like they're not going to have that at all. Like, or They'll have like smaller gift shops, I guess, like in Super Nintendo World. Uh-huh. Um. But your main Super Nintendo store will actually be located here in Celestial Park, which you can kind of see for you guys. But uh, yeah, all I can say is they better have, if you've seen videos and stuff of like the plush turtle shells and the plush banana peel and stuff that you can have and just like throw at people. I want those so bad. And they didn't have those at Universal Hollywood. And I'm pissed. They, They better. They better have it. The it's banana lot- would be amazing. I want it. I just want to like that. toss it around the house at people and just like a red shell. Yeah. Just that's a dream. That's a dream. Um, we also have to talk about the hotel. So in the concept art, really big for them for Universal. Uh, they have the is it Helios Grand Hotel? I think it's called. Yeah, um, there's three hotels though. Three hotels being built. The Helios will be located basically in the park, which is awesome. So they will have their own entrance into Epic Universe, uh, which is just so cool uh, for Disneyland people, Disney people. Think Grand Californian. You can walk out in Disney's um, California Adventure. Kind of the same situation here. I will say this hotel, though, is like the backdrop. So like when you walk in, it looks massive enough to where like, I mean, everybody's going to see this hotel when you walk in just like massive in the back, which looks pretty cool in my eyes. I don't know, but. Um, they did say the, the hotel will be constellation themed Mediterranean inspired, uh, which is really cool. Fits, it fits everything that they're doing for celestial park. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, I I can't even imagine like how much that's going to cost to stay there. So we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, I don't know, maybe if, uh, patreon.com slash (laughs) we'll get you content. $900 a night, probably more than that. Probably. Yeah. That's it. Um, no, we're. I'm super excited for that hotel. I love resorts. I love hotels. Even just going to them without being in the parks is great. So I'm excited to kind of tour that. Um, Piper mentioned there are a couple other resorts that are being built. The Stella Nova and Terra Luna resorts. Um, these are also inspired by galaxies and planets. Uh, I saw this. These look kind of cool because they... So what they said, I didn't know like the name of these, but they said the outside is layered with I'm going to say it wrong. Dichroric panels. Basically, it's like that material that when you 
look at it from like different angles or lighting, it kind of like shines different throughout like purple, greenish, you know, blue, depending. So the outsides look awesome from what I kind of see in the Mm -hmm. renderings. So I I have a hot take that I'm going to get absolutely obliterated for, but I'm going to say it. I think Universal has better hotels than Disney. Wrong. You could not be more wrong. I don't know. That's you could not be more wrong. Mm. I'm sorry, Mark. That's other than the Polynesian. I don't think Disney beats them on any. What? The oh, Riviera? That's Coronado a hot take. That's a hot take. Yeah. I love Cabana. I love Grand Cabana. Flow? Grand Wilderness Flow? Lodge? Ooh, okay. I, I will. Mm. Wilderness no, no, Lodge. No. I'll, I'll eat that one. I'll eat that one. I'll eat that one. That's a great okay. one. That's a hot take. so many good ones. All right. We're going right, to like, we'll go toe to toe on this. We'll go toe to toe on it sometime. That's a hot take. I'm, I'm aware. I know. I, I also, love Walt Disney World Resorts. Can I just say, I have the the rendering pulled up for the Super Nintendo store, and I do not see my turtle shells or banana peels. And I'm very highly disappointed already. All right, I'm out. I'm out on Epic Universe. I'm out. Jared, I, I know a guy who might be able to help, so I'll get back really? to you on that. I do. Oh, I, that'd uh, be clutch. Okay. I well, actually got to go to Nintendo headquarters, which are in Seattle ooh. for a private tour from the CEO who's named, or actually the president of Nintendo America. His name's Doug Bowser. And it was amazing. I went with a couple mm. of our players. Yeah. That's and awesome. I got to go to the store and buy anything I wanted basically for really cheap. Anyway, oh. he's awesome. <laughs> the headquarters are awesome. And maybe he could help. I'll ask him. Give me a, yeah. Banana peel and a red shell. And a green shell. He's a legend. And a, and a blue shell. And that's okay. Just, now you're getting greedy. I was items, like, maybe gonna ask. A star. If he I knew a star, where we could get a, a banana. Mushroom, mushroom star. Yeah, that's that's a bit of an ask, but. Um. Okay, but at least a banana and a shell. One of the shells. Um. Okay. So that is Celestial Park. So we we could have gone on and on. I'm sure about it, but like, the, check out the renderings. Check out the video. It is beautiful. I'm a big fan of Epic Universe as far as just seeing this one land goes. Uh, I did want to talk quick about just the other lands that were announced. Again, no heavy details on any of this stuff. Kind of rumors going around just from looking at the art of it and just kind of figuring that stuff. They did mention a little bit in the video, like what might be featured um, or what is going to be featured in these lands. So I just want to break these down real quick. How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke. So there was a lot of emphasis that we will finally be able to get how it feels or see how it feels to actually ride a dragon and fly with a dragon. Lindsay. So watching the video, I was getting the vibe that it was basically going to be flight of passage, but how to train your dragon. I also thought that, but when you look at like the art stuff, I don't see anything like that. I just see a roller coaster in there. There is a roller coaster. It looks like in how to, so I'm like, is it like a Hagrid's almost where like, Maybe it's going to be like that, flying with a dragon. But you couldn't that, see but... a flight of passage because it's completely indoors. So unless well, like, it's going to be in a show building. And that's, I don't know, maybe. Right, so it would I probably it be in that. You know? I also said, I said, sounds like flight of passage. These are just my notes that I take. Yeah, I said, that's sounds like, like flight thought. of passage style attraction, but concept art looks like this may be a roller coaster. Hagrid's. So we're on the same page. I agree. It would be beautiful. Obviously, we love Flight of Passage. If you've listened to our past episode, you would know. Um, so if it's something like that, but 
How to Train Your Dragon. I love it. You would also a, know that I'm we love fan. Hagrid's as well. So and we love Hagrid's. So they also uh, said that you are going to exp- um, there's going to be like a Viking village. You can take part in wild boat battles, it said, and then feast like a Viking. So I imagine like a great hall sort of place with your, you know, just chicken, like turkey legs and hopefully some big steins of beers and stuff like the Vikings. That would do. be dope. Unfortunately, Vikings were pretty vicious back in history, and they also pillaged and did things to people that were unheard of. So uh, hopefully it's not that kind of Viking stuff, but well, it's, it's going to be just like it is in the movies, my man. And we're, we're, okay. we're, we're going to be, right. we're gonna be, we're gonna be eating just fine over there. Love it. So heading over to dark universe next dark universe stoked. Uh, anybody that is a fan of horror movies. Again, this is the, the Halloween horror nights crowd. Eddie, 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 Eddie shout out, baby. Um, this is going to be sick. They did say from the experience or from the experiments of Dr. Victoria Frankenstein uh, to a shadowy landscape where monsters roam. Dark universe is a world of myth and mystery. So sounds like some character experiences here. We're going to be able to see the old school monsters from what they really emphasize as far as Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein. So I am such a huge fan of this. I, I know just millions of people are they love these kind of movies and stuff uh halloween horror nights is such a crazy time and has such a following this is going to be huge for that crowd again eddie and all of our we have a lot of friends that are like that but at diana for sure yep um so yeah super excited it looked like there's actually like an outdoor theater in this area from the concept art so that looked kind of cool i don't know what they would necessarily do with that but it looked like a massive theater and then I'm also hoping there's a cool ride where you can maybe, oh, Lindsay. Well, no, I was, see, I'm trying to be respectful and not just. I love it. it. I love but, it. Um, this was the only land that I personally could not get. Like, I wasn't getting like, is there going to be rides? Is there going to be shows? Like, I love the concept of this, but this was the only one where I'm like, I really have no clue what to expect with this one. Sorry. Hold on. Boom. All right. Um, I saw that again, I went a lot of concept art for these lands. They're going to discuss this stuff more in the future. So we don't know much, but they did have like a huge castle, uh, in the back, which probably is their ride. I'm guessing like a haunted mansion. I'm hoping like a slow moving, maybe you go through like Dracula's castle or something. I don't know. That's my hope, I guess, but I don't want it to be a thrill ride where I can't do it. I'd be devastated if there was anything in this land that I'm not able to do. But we'll see. Uh, but yeah, anyways, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic, stoked beyond belief for this. We actually did a poll in our Patreon. This was, I think, the this is the land that most people were excited for in Patreon for to see. Harry Potter, just a vibe. Everybody loves Harry Potter. Um, I just want to say this before if any of you guys want to jump in. Ministry of Magic scenes in the movies, um, the old school movies favorite scene of all the movies so this was like news to me that just like i was so excited because like the whole you know the fight between dumbledore and Voldemort in their primes and then you know serious black r.i.p love them that scene like my boy lupin there's that whole fight scene with the prophecy and stuff is just so like dark for me like dark harry potter and if we can get that in an attraction, which I'm hoping that's where the attraction's going there, sign me up. 
the visuals, Sorry. all those visuals in the Ministry of Magic are going to be so cool. The one thing I'm a little hesitant or curious about is that they did say that it was kind of that is going to capture the Fantastic Beasts movies and franchises yeah. as well. Um, and I actually haven't seen all the Fantastic Beasts movies, so I don't know if, you know, I'm like missing something or whatever. I totally could be. But yeah, I'm curious about how they're going to tie the story into those two worlds. I know inherently all those stories are connected, but clearly you need to assign a time and place, location, a reason why these are somehow melded, you know, into this one land. So yeah. I'm curious about how they're going to do that. I am very curious with that too. And I'm I'm not a big Fantastic Beasts fan. I, I, I'm just, it's not like as important for me. Um, from what they kind of said, it said like this, this is just against speculation, I guess, but they did say um, it's the streets of France from, so I'm wondering if like the outside is going to be more like Fantastic Beasts, but then the ride is maybe going to be more like the Harry Potter series. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, but this, I'm so glad they're doing Ministry of Magic because this is like the political side of Harry Potter of like very relatable stuff that goes on probably in our real world. So like, I love political drama stuff and the ministry of magic is like perfect for this. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Faye didn't mention anything about the ride in the video. I, I forget her name or what she does, but uh, she did jump in and just say, we, we aren't going to say anything about the ride, but this is something that you will experience and you've never experienced before. So like, I'm hoping, I think this is going to be like their big thing. I think this is riding a, a broomstick ride. perhaps. Oh, Ooh. Uh, I, oh, I, what you got? I have, Mark? I have something on that that I can't, I can't say okay. <laughs> here, but Mark, privately, for the listeners. Yes. I'm this just is for, Ooh, this is for you're us being only. Well, all right. Well, the show's I'm blue balling. Right, I'm blue balling y'all. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, all right. Oh. We're going to talk after Mark. Yeah. Mm. Why did you have to tell everybody that? Now you're going to just get bugged. Like everybody's going to bug you to. Oh, bug me. I'm yep. a steel trap. Spill it. Spill just the kidding. Beans. Not even a little oh bit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, last but not least, we don't really have to talk about this one too much. Super Nintendo World. Uh, again, Very Universal excited. Hollywood has a lot of this that's already featured. It is really cool. It's colorful. It's beautiful. I love the usage of um, the moving animatronics in the land and not just on rides. I think that's my favorite thing that was a part of like Universal Hollywood is that you can just look around and look at so many moving parts and things in the land. Um, other than that, listen, of all this, the Super Nintendo stuff, Donkey Kong was my boy. That is like, I loved the Donkey Kong franchise. So the fact that they're bringing in a ride and like kind of an area for that too, oh, sign me up. Epic's hitting all of my heartstrings here with like the Ministry of Magic. We got Donkey Kong finally being introduced. We got like, Monster Universe. Let's go. Oh, and dark sign universe. me up. Let's go. I, that's what I meant. I meant dark. I said monster. I meant dark. Epics I mean, in my head. Me. Epics in my head right now. Sign me up. Okay, you guys. And I'm so sorry, but if they do actually retheme the Simpsons area to Pokemon, I'm going to lose my mind. Yo, like if wow. they have Pokemon and Nintendo, it. like I need it. The I'm nostalgia. Sorry, like Bob Iger, going back to the beginning, Bob Iger talking about how important video games are to younger generations and how they're just realizing that now and getting into the video game market. It's like the fact well, that they got this, that Universal got this partnership with Nintendo, which yeah. includes Pokemon. Like that is, 
that's incredible. Wait, are you on? Oh, wait, you're on board with the pipe. I love Pokemon. Okay, okay, I thought you did. The way you were talking to me seemed like you were against this, and I'm like, wait a minute, we literally just had a great conversation about how wonderful Squirtle is. I'm like, I thought you were on board. No, I mean, I feel like everyone's on board with that retheme. Yeah, yeah, I think I haven't heard one person say that. Not many people are like. Hardcore Simpsons. I'm chaining myself to that. And place. Pokemon is such a good. Same with oh, with Nintendo. Dude, it's such a good well, IP because it's through generations. Like we'll it's like that. I literally we'll... can't remember not having Pokemon. We might have to and save that conversation. We might have to yeah, save sorry. it. But anyway, no, I. But I am so on board with that. Um, yeah, Donkey Kong ride looks sick. I hope it's not too intense or anything because I really want to do it. Um, by the way. People who have known, I know Corey and I, at least when we went to Super Nintendo World at, at Universal Hollywood, we had a lot of thoughts on the Mario Kart ride that they'll be bringing. It's horrible. I hated it. I hated it. Corey hated it. I've he, heard it, that from a it's lot of people. virtual reality stuff like virtual. And to me, the technology just was not there. It was not that good. So I really, really hope. I mean, they're going to be doing that for this this Mario Kart ride. Um, which is unfortunate, but hopefully the Donkey Kong ride it takes over as like a good attraction there. So we'll see. All right. Overall thoughts. I think we're all very excited. This is something that we're all stoked about. Again, I feel like they're in my head for a lot of this stuff of things that I enjoy. So I am very, very excited. Uh, Ball is in Disney's court at this point. You know, again, they're coming out with a lot of these announcements recently. Um, to me, in my eyes, it's, you know, a lot of it is stuff we kind of knew was going to happen. Disney kind of has this way of like announcing things that they've already kind of announced. They'll announce it like six different times and people get so excited when they hear it. But I'm like, didn't we already know that was coming? But I don't know. Lindsay. Well, yeah, you just said it perfectly where it's like we already knew a lot of this was coming. So they're just re-saying it. But my what I'm noticing now is I feel like Universal is really putting their pedal to the metal and mm -hmm. like doing like the best they can, being creative, coming up with like new concepts. And I feel like Disney is slowly going to lag behind because mm. I think Pipe, we talked about it a while ago and I think Piper said it like Disney's comfortable, like Disney doesn't feel like they have yeah. to try, you know, but when you look at everything, their movies have not been doing as well at all recently. Mm. I've heard Disney Plus is not doing well. Parks yeah. aren't getting as much good feedback. So I'm kind of hoping that Epic Universe kind of like shakes Disney into reality a little and bit. I doubt it. Kick but in the pants. Yeah. They, they, Disney little, needs a kick in the pants. I'm a little sorry. fire under the rear. This yeah. I, Epic Universe is going to set such a standard, I feel like, and Disney's going to have to reach up to Universal. So, maybe it's not something in disguise. So, I do hear, I, I heard a couple. So, the dedicated Disney people, which again, I like both. I love both. I hope Disney does come out with some really good things. They do have really good things. It's not wrong to sit here and say Universal is doing a better job or Disney is doing a better job when you're a fan of the other park more. I think so many people expect this is going to be either a just a kick, like, again, kick in the rear end for Disney to say we're doing a fifth park or something, you know, like in Orlando or somewhere else. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I really don't. Um, I like that other people also say 
this is only good for Disney because it will now attract so many people more to Dis- like to Orlando. And guess what? Now they're going to be doing their trip at a little bit at Universal. They're still going to go to Disney for a couple of days. So it's not like this is horrible for Disney. My main take on this is Universal has slowly kind of come. It's it's now a vacation destination that you can spend your entire trip at Universal. I can now, once this opens, I've got three parks I can go to now. I've got a really cool water park that they technically is a theme park, I think, to Universal. So this is the fourth theme park that they would be building. But that's four parks now, plus you have your resort day, whatever. You know, there's a lot of stuff you can go see and do in Orlando. So you could spend five, six, seven days probably at Universal only. So I I agree, like before this, Universal, you had like two or three days in the parks. And then like, yeah, if I'm staying a week, we're probably going to go to Disney for a couple of days. But we're kind of getting away from that. I don't know. Like people, people are going to be coming down just to do Universal now. So I, that's my, I don't know. That's my take, I guess, I think. But anyway, we're excited. Epic Universe. We're excited for some of the Disney news too. So this has been just a great week. It's just been a great week of just like a lot of announcements and excitement for us theme park fans uh, in general. So we can all say. celebrate, enjoy the moment. It's just fantastic. So yes. Anybody else have anything? We good? Zip, baby. All right. Let's get to it. Wheel of Attractions. Let's do this. All right. So if you have not listened to our podcast yet, this is your first episode you've listened to. At the end of every podcast, we're going to spin a wheel of Disney attractions or Universal attractions, depending on the theme park that I choose. Uh, We're all just going to randomly guess an attraction. This is all just a random pick. There's no skill to it. Uh, And if the wheel lands on your attraction, you're going to get a point. And then the person at the end of the year with the most points wins. We're also doing this for Patreon as well. So I did have a bunch of Patreon members put in their attractions. What I'm super excited for is that on Patreon, we finally got to the point where every attraction we're doing Universal Studios this time. Every attraction at Universal Studios was picked on Patreon. So we will officially have a winner that will get a point. We have not had a winner yet. So let's go ahead and spin this. What do y'all have for your universal attraction? Go ahead and hit me. Transformers. Transformers. I'll go Simpsons just because I was talking shit about it. The mummy. (laughs) Simpsons. Mummy. And then Transformers for Mark. I'm going race through New York with Jimmy Fallon. I think uh, Corey went fast and furious supercharged. You all see my screen, so I'm not cheating. Yeah. Let's do it. Come on. Here we go. Give me that dub. Give me that dub. Give me that dub. Give me that dub. Oh, oh. Shut up. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, it was so good. It's always been like. Oh, my gosh. Race through New York with Jimmy Fallon wins it. And it was oh. almost The Simpsons. It, it was, was almost. I'm so happy this happened. All right. I'm so happy. Who else had this? Congratulations to Amber on Patreon. You also get a point. Way to join me. Uh, so we are, she's leading Patreon. I'm leading the team here. Dang it. Right. So, oh, that just made me so happy. I just yelled so loud. Oh. 
All right. I might go ride Jimmy Fallon just in celebration here soon. You Whoa. do that. Not a great attraction to ride, but that's okay. Enjoy. Uh, oh, all right. So next week, I don't know what park we'll do. Maybe uh, Islands of Adventure. Who knows? Um, but anyway, this was a long episode. A lot of fun stuff again happening this week. So this was a great week for us as a podcast uh, that particularly love to talk about theme parks. Thank you to everybody that's here right now. Mark, Lindsay, Piper, appreciate you all being here. We had a really good time today. Um, and thank you to everyone else who's been just helping make this dream a reality. Uh, thank you to our members of our Magic Mafia on Patreon. So super uh, big shout out to you. And especially to Amber, who just won, by the way, uh, Connor Darth Hockey. I don't even know your name. You just put Darth Hockey as your name. And then Christine. Christine is awesome. Love Christine Barrett. Um, thank you for, for all of you for joining our Brethren Court on Patreon as some of our upper tier members. So huge shout out to all of you. Uh, and yeah, your support goes a really long way. But last but certainly not least, uh, on behalf of the entire team, we want to thank you for listening to us. We look forward to talking to you next week on here where the magic happens. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, you? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. This is a scary